What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 118. On this episode, we are joined by Snappy to talk about our Patreon, our merch shop, how it's been a slow week, SoundCloud, maybe changing podcast hosts, uh, harvest and farming, working in a watermelon field, mowing lawns, the high dive, jackass, a cop shooting in town, fake news, and having mixed race consumer like consumers of different races i don't know um anyway thanks for checking us out this week i have an album coming out so i mean fuck this podcast go listen to my album a podcast with mo What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Um, so how's your week been, man? This week has started off slow. Like, it's been dragging ass these first three days at work. I heard that. Today I was like, one of my coworkers goes, all right, it's Wednesday. And when it's only fucking Wednesday. Yeah, like, no was, shit. He was having the opposite, I it's guess. It's like been dragging ass. Yeah, I think for me it's because I know I have the last two weeks of the year off. And so it's like... Come on, but now it's not coming on. Yeah, after you get to your Patreon, I'll comment on that. For sure. Uh, so, yeah, our Patreon is patreon.com slash podcastmo. You can go there. Um, we haven't had anyone sign up in a while, but so far, our producers are Jay, Marshall, my mom, Hurricane Haynes, Powell. And uh, they're the reason the show happens, besides, you know, of course, people doing the shit. Uh, but they're the other fucking reason. And um, anyway, go there, give us money, and you can get early access to the podcast. I would like to give other people extra benefits, but I don't have anything to give you all at the moment. So just uh, do it for the love. Hey, we got a merch shop also. And we have a merch shop that I'll put that link as well. Um, I've made $12 so far, so what up? Hell yeah. I'm going to use all the merch shop money to just buy myself merch from the merch shop. Hell yeah. I think that's how it's going to be. I want some merch so bad, it's just a... Probably first of next year, hopefully. Right, right. Um, and like I said, I, I think I'm going to get a, pre, a more premium shirt in the future. So let people get these when they can, and someday we might update it. Um, but, um, yeah, how's your – what was it you want to talk about on your week? Uh, just about how it's been fucking dragging ass. Like, I'm st- seriously on a line where I stand there and fucking watch plastic go by. Right. It Fun is, plastic factory. It's nothing, man. It's just – Standing there watching, dragging ass. And everyone else is saying the same thing. It's dragging. And I'm just like, it's finally fucking Thursday. Shit. Right. Well, the rest of the year flew by. So maybe it that's did. why. It, it was kind of a shitty 2019. It was rewarding in the end. Right. Um, leading up to it was fairly shitty. Yeah, I don't know if mine was necessarily good or bad. I don't know if it really quite. I don't know a lot of shit. Like, uh, as far as music and shit. Yeah. Made a lot of beats at 100 Beat Challenge. So that was a big deal. Um, sold a beat. Sold a beat. Made beats. Got yeah. some album coming out. Got an album coming out. That'll come out this Friday. This Friday. So everyone um, on Thursday night, if you're in Oklahoma like me, you know Central Time Zone at 11 p.m. It'll be out. Just go to Spotify and play it on shuffle and go to bed. And then when you wake up, you'll give me like a thousand plays. And it'll be like, fuck yeah. And then you'll all do it together. And it'll look like we have this really cool fucking new album. So that should be the plan. Um, also, 
I've spent a really long time making uh, Wednesday's episode. Like, way too much time. It's going to get probably just as many or less listens than any normal episode. Um, but How many different co-hosts do you got? I think I've interviewed like 12 people or something. Damn. So, over the last few weeks, I've been getting people to call in or come over. Um, like, you're on it, and Skinny and Dijon, so you are the people in person. And then talk to Arawadi, uh, Bernard Willis, Brad Sirex. Petra Vita, Bars Attacks, Lukash, GDQ. I think that's all of them. Something like that. I might have missed someone in there, but damn, that's a lot. I got all but one person that was on the album. So I can't wait for the entire album. Internet Friends coming out twelve thirteen. That's true, December thirteenth. So you can get early listens on December eleventh to a shittier version of the songs with all the interviews. It's about two hours and twenty minutes, I think the whole thing so it's a yeah. long it's a director's cut is what i'm calling it kind of you know okay. the album and then yeah on friday we'll have a whole um new album out that you should go listen to on repeat that'd be awesome also we're gonna try to put together a music podcast to come out that same friday so i don't know when i'm gonna record actually i know when i'm recording it but it's gonna be a tight turnaround between when i record it to when i'm putting it out so we'll see what happens there That's the schedules coming up Because we don't have a lot to talk about So I'll just let y'all know how podcasting works Also, and this is actually a big deal, it's on my list Um, SoundCloud kind of killed itself this week right? At least that's the More or less what people are saying Now me personally, we host this podcast on SoundCloud I pay for SoundCloud Pro to host it Because if not, we would have ran out of Time at episode (laughs) 2 Because they only give you so much time Which works when you have songs But not for podcasts so anyway, they have this new thing where, like I said before, it'd be like if you had a free account, you could upload like three hours worth of content. Right. So for a rapper, you know, that's like 60 songs or something. But now they're like, instead, you could upload like eight songs for free or something, you know, some number like that. And then anything after that, you got to have the pro membership. And now everyone on the internet is like, well, fuck you, SoundCloud. We hate you. And we're leaving and doing... And it's like... Well, what's the new thing you're going to? Right. So Audio Max, a place that's existed that's similar to SoundCloud. I don't know if you can do podcast hosting there, right? But I've also talked about for a long time, we probably should host through a different platform. So anyway, it sounds like SoundCloud might go under. So if that's the case, we need to be ready to be on a different platform so we don't just lose all of our fucking feed, right? So I'm going to somehow over my break at the end of the year figure out how to migrate the podcast to a different service. All right, cool. That hopefully is cost the same or cheaper. Now, um, I have some internet friends in the podcasting world lately that all use Anchor. I think that's what your brother used when he launched his right. podcast as well. And I, I explained to him, I was like, I'm not trying to be a snob, but I know I can be. Uh, I've just heard a lot of bad things about anchor or whatever. And I think a lot of people have podcasts on that aren't good. So now you do an ad for anchor on your podcast. And I think they pay you money for that. So like maybe it would be cool. I don't know. I haven't looked into any of this. I've heard of Podbean. I've heard of Lipson. There's a few other podcasting hosts out there. So I just need to look into it. And then I need to figure out how easy it is to move 185 episodes. Cause I'm pretty sure that's the total number. If you can count the a pod the powwow with mo podcast which 
and motherfuckers out there listening to right now because he shares it on Twitter and he's like, oh shit, on episode 31, you talk about eating a bald eagle. That shit's funny as fuck. And I was like, I don't remember any of that, but I'm sure it's cool. Um, so I kind of want to keep them up, you know, because someone's yeah. listening to them. And uh, anyway, if anyone out there knows or has opinions about uh, podcast services, and SoundCloud works right now, right? Now, a lot of people know how to use their app and shit, but like I said, people are. Uh, a lot of people gotta go start changing shit. Right, started changing. Well, they were losing money, I'm sure, because all these people upload all this fucking music for free, and no one ever pay for anything. And then whenever they're like, "Why, wow, y'all guys have to pay?" and they're all like, "Motherfucker, I ain't paying for shit. We're leaving." Whereas in like, I grew, I get it. I grew up on Torrance, you know, and Napster and LimeWire and Kazaa, Morpheus, all those things where we were stealing everything, but. I'm going to get rich for free. My idea, even then, like I remember being in college and downloading all of Entourage. And my thought was, well, someday I'll get, I'll pay for HBO and I'll pay for it because I like Entourage now. And it turned out to be true. I do. I pay for fucking HBO every month. And I don't think I would be as big of a fan of HBO shows if I didn't illegally download them for years and years before I had enough money to afford it. Right. So I think there is an argument to be made for pirating stuff. But once I came to be of like, all right, well, now is the time to pay for it, right? Um, I think some people are just resisting that. They're like, no, everything should just be free all the time. I'm like, well, no, you got to kind of pay for shit. Right. Like, for instance, this podcast hosting. Some people are like, what, you pay money to host it? It's like, well, yeah, you kind of just how the motherfucking world works. I don't know what to... Right, because a little you? bit I heard on Anchor just sound like either they didn't know how to preview it or couldn't preview it, so I ain't real sure. If I could just upload the files directly to Anchor, right? Yeah. And it's free, and it's exactly the same as what we're doing right now, except I just upload it there, you know, instead of to SoundCloud, I don't see a problem with that. Oh, okay. The only thing I like about SoundCloud is I can tag the artists on the music episodes a little easier, okay. so that if you're listening there, you can click it and see their, you know, it goes right to their page. But... If SoundCloud's everyone's leaving it, then that wouldn't be a fucking benefit anyway, you know. Right. So, uh, anyway, we just got to pay attention to what's happening with SoundCloud. All right. So, everyone out there, let me know. Um. Also, super random shit. I notice a lot of harvests are being bad. Every time I'm looking on news, someone's like, "Potato harvests are bad. We're not going to have enough French fries," or the pepper harvest is bad. So, not as many jalapenos in your nacho like there's always some fucking story lately of how every some farming shit's gone bad right and so i'm just like huh i wonder what's causing that shit probably like some global warming shit i i don't know i'm thinking it's you know how many people you know is like really into farming yeah but your age group it doesn't you don't even need them fucking people corporations they do the mega farming and shit now that they, they provide most of the food but you're right not many farmers yeah, they had them old uh, tricks that you just had to be there to learn. Right. Well, like around where we're at, uh, so it's really hard to speak to it. And I and I could even be wrong here, but from what I understand, most people where I'm from grew hay, right, to feed cattle and horses. So they weren't feeding any humans, unless you're counting, of course, the pigs and cattle that they are feeding. Yeah, but hay. most of the people had a small garden that they ate from. I'm sure. My parents have a small garden in their backyard that they eat from. But um, it's just different. Now, some places, like in Florida, they grow. In California, you know, they they harvest, like, all of our fucking food and shit. And then what, Iowa's got the corn. Is that a big thing? Idaho potatoes. Some states are known for some shit. But 
where we're at, that just isn't. We had watermelons where I was from, like in a town ten miles away, and that's where I got my first job working in a watermelon field. I think that was just a rite of passage for us. <laughs> yeah, Go to the to. watermelon patch. Yeah, I remember very well. Uh, my parents were having a yard sale, and this Mexican man named Tony came up, and my dad goes, "Hey, Tony." Are you still working on the watermelon fields? And he said, "Yep, we're start. You know, we've been doing it however long, because they'd already started." And my dad was like, "You should give my son a job." And my friend Jonathan was with me, and he was like, "All right, y'all two can start Monday." And Jonathan weighed like fucking seventy pounds. He's a little guy. You know, I was a fat kid, but together we were gonna do it. And we were like the only white kids in the field because this was the field shit. It's like you bent over in the field, picked a watermelon up. And then there were so many people from rows of a truck. So a truck drove in the middle, and then there would be like three people fanned out to the side in the rows. So the further out you were, the easier the job was. So like day one, you'd pick down a watermelon, throw it to the inside person. They would throw oh. it to the inside, and they'd throw it up to the truck. But if you're on the inside, you're also having to, you're catching them, but also bending down and picking up the ones that are coming across your path. And I still remember my friend Jonathan getting fucking his nose bloodied like the first day. Because he just wasn't fast enough. He tried to get an inside lane. He goes, I could do it. And the fucking Mexican dude fucking busted a watermelon over his face. And his nose <laughs> He did have to be a dick. Probably. And um, it was a great learning experience. I worked there for a week. <laughs> I would have worked there longer. But Tony basically got us to move to the shed because we were white. And he was racist. That's how I tell the story. He said, and this was his speech, when you were little kids... Y'all watched Mickey Mouse. When these Mexicans were little kids, they threw watermelons. And I said, are you firing us because we're white? And then he said, no, you're moving to the shed in the shade. And I said, okay, that's whatever. <laughs> and then from that time, we right. were boxing the watermelons, which was a totally easier job. Right. And uh, we worked with our cousin Tammy. She worked there with us that summer. And then so she started giving us rides to the shed. It was a good time. I also remember having your first job, um, and especially when you're a teenager, you don't have anything to spend money on, you know, like not like real bills and shit. So I would go eat at that little fucking restaurant in Ryan, Oklahoma every day. We'd go eat lunch there, and I would just get like a fucking the biggest chicken strip dinner or whatever they would have, and I would feel like a king because I was like, yes, it's my money, and all this right. food's delicious. Yeah, we went and uh, done some concrete one time and made a you know hundred and fifty bucks and shit. I spent that in two days. We just went over Wichita and fucking blew it all. Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. I mowed lawns most summers, like for most of my life. Uh, my income, not most of it, I guess, now because I'm old. For my younger life, my income all came from mowing lawns. Yes, like Mine uh, too. our granny fern. Or I would uh, go mow her lawn. You know. That would get passed around, honestly. But most of the time, most of our family isn't reliable. Right. And my dad is. And my dad would be like, hey, go fucking mow your granny friend's lawn. I'd be like, all right. you know. Uh, my grandma every once in a while, my mom's side. And then me and my friends would just fucking walk around and be like, hey, you need your lawn mowed? Try to hustle up a couple clients yeah. so every few weeks. And then that's how I got video games. Like, I would not be addicted to video games now if it wasn't for mowing lawns as a preteen and teenager because i would say i probably started mowing my lawn when i was like seven or eight like real fucking young right way younger than i'm sure kids today do 
if I had to guess. You are correct. Because I don't know how that works today. It's just now starting, and I think he's the latest out of all of them, but for some reason he's made it till nine without doing any real chores. Oh, man. See, and I was a little lazy ass. Don't get me wrong. He's a a mama's boy, and she ain't been, but he's been doing it. He's been... Right. I was definitely a mama's boy as well. Like I've mentioned plenty of times that I, your youngest reminds me a little more of me, at least in his demeanor, and he's a little soft, you know, and I felt it's kind of the yeah. same. I'm not trying to be mean about it. Um, no, nah, he's a sweet kid, but, right. man, he's, he's all about his mama. Yeah. I mean, I was, like, every night, like, in my mom's room, like, hey, scratch my back, you know? <laughs> like, I was definitely a spoiled only child in a lot of ways. Um but anyway, getting on mowing lawns, I guess. It's the worst. Weed eating is also the worst. I didn't even start locking to weed eat until I got a job mowing lawns uh, in college on campus. And then the job was just so boring that you would weed eat an acre of a square acre for just to take up time. Because you didn't want it to go too fast and you have to do more work. You know, so. I hate weed eating. I know. passion. I kind of, I've been wondering if the electric weed eaters would make me hate it less. They're not as powerful, so they don't get up against fence or anything very well. Uh, well that sucks. Because, you know, I had the gas one, and it's fun. It's fine, but those are the ones that shake, right? And yeah. that's kind of what gets annoying. It's like, it's always fucking shaking and shit. Well, mine, uh, when the line clips off, I don't have the bumper. I have to pull the insides out and pre-cut wire that yeah. I've cut before I start each weed I'm I'm aware. My dad, when he gave me a weed eater, which I appreciated him when I first moved in here, it was like that. It was like the little clip, and you put the string, and you reclip it, or the way that no, would you work. just insert these. It's pretty simple. But. Uh, well, this it just had like a little thing you moved, and when you lock, it kind of helped hold it there. But right, when it broke, it was like, God damn it, you had to keep doing it over and over again. Especially when you're along that chain link fence, you're like, motherfucker, you can't get more than three feet. <laughs> so I, when I bought a weed eater, it was like, motherfucker, I'm getting one that has a feed, feeds out fucking string and shit. Right. And even then... And that's pretty much when I'm done weed eating. If I had to be real honest, the moment I get done weed eating isn't when it's done. It's when you're in that string. It's when the string <laughs> runs out and I'm like, fuck that. I ain't reloading it today. Well, I'm done I always with this hate shit. back when you had them cheap weed eaters and it would get so hot it would melt the string together and then it wouldn't come out and you mm-hmm. had to get it and unwind it and rewind it and you're like, motherfucker. Yeah, so I definitely remember weed eating. And then I think of uh, this one old lady who had shrubs, right? like her big-ass bushes, I don't know what the fuck you call them. And then she was like, well, part of it is you have to cut the shrubs and line those up. And my friend Jonathan happened to have this tool for to do it, and we don't know what the fuck we're doing. And I'm just thinking like her trusting us 11-year-olds out there being like, yeah, we'll uh, just trim up these hedges. <laughs> we try to square them up, you know, yeah. the best we could. But looking back, I'm like, I bet it was fucking so <laughs> shitty. And I remember when the industry died. Like, I'm assuming the reason kids don't mow now, at least in the town we're in, is because there's a bunch of companies that do it. Yeah, a For- bunch of handymans. Right. Know. And when I remember being a kid, and I had to be probably 14 or 15 when this started happening because as i almost got to a vehicle because i still mowed a couple places when i drove you know to get a little gas money sort of thing but uh this guy just offered 20 dollars every lawn no matter what so it was like two acre lawn he'd do it for 20 bucks little bitty place 20 bucks and then basically he just outpriced all the kids and then he would tell anyone i'll do it cheaper than anyone will do it and then this fucking one guy 
destroyed the whole m- lawn mowing business. Damn. Of Warwick, Oklahoma. And the only people I mow the lawns are family. And then my mom worked this place, a finance company, and I got to mow their lawn. Too bad lawnmowers don't have air up tires. You just deflate his tires. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Um, man, the world. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. Um. So anyway, what else are we going to go on? I got obsessed today with. YouTube videos, or actually it was on Facebook, and then I migrated to YouTube. Uh, there was this guy in the 70s who used to break all these records. I can't remember his name right now, of high diving into pools. So he has all these ones of him diving from like 172 feet. So anyway, if you type in like 172 foot high dive record, uh, fucking videos will come up. And it'll start off like zoomed in on the guy, right? And he's on some little pole. But as it just keeps zooming out, you're like, Holy fuck, 172 feet's a lot of motherfucking feet. Yeah. Way more than you you were imagining in your head. I guarantee if you watch this video, you're like, oh my God. And then the guy just fucking jumps and lands in the pool, like doing, you know, some somersault dive shit. And the whole time I'm like, and I'm not even scared of heights. I make fun of my wife all the time because she's really, really scared of heights. And I try to make her watch these videos earlier. And of course, she got all pissed at me for doing like, I'm not watching them. Um, but even me, I was getting like butterflies in my stomach watching some 1970s shitty footage, like not even like good right. angles or anything. I was like, oh, fuck. And then the guy just fucking does it. And then everyone gets all excited. And I'm like, well, how did this even come to be a fucking thing? And I'm sure it's even more. I know a guy jumped out from space recently. Like they jumped from space into Earth within the last few years, like from and then parachuted in or some shit. When survived? Yeah, there's like an eight minute video on YouTube. I was reminded because I saw a video after I watched the high dive, and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch that one later too. Um, but it was eight minutes. And I was like, I don't really have eight minutes at the moment. Those other ones were like two minutes, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, Red Bull sponsored some motherfucker to parachute in from the highest point ever. And it's like tip of our atmosphere. Like he's just barely in the atmosphere. And you're like, from the camera angles, it's like fucking space is like all around him. And he's wearing like an astronaut suit, I believe. So, anyway, look that shit up if you well, missed it. Well, because when, you know, the rockets take off, they're always peeling apart right there. Right. <laughs> you, just, yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, that's the first thought that came to my mind. Or when they come back in and it shows, like, the heat shield yeah, around I them know. and shit. And so you're like, well, if that guy's going to be a meteor falling to Earth, like a fucking flame shield around him, I feel like he'll be on fire. Um, and then it also reminded me, and then I watched a few videos of this today of Jackass. And I'm really glad that I grew up 100% in the Jackass era. Like, first Jackass season um, and first movie, I was probably junior high, sixth grade maybe. Right. And then Jackass 3D came out when I was in college because that was the first 3D movie I ever went to see. And I was like, yeah, it was just fucking great. It's ridiculous. And Kubi was like, yeah, all the boys liked it because, you know, we're the same age. And it was totally a boy show. It was not something girls probably were into. But Jackass was fucking ridiculous. It probably, as Koopy said, it led to the Todd Pod generation. Uh, I said maybe. Maybe it did. Um, 
I remember my friends wanting to go do stupid shit, like let's ride our bicycles off a roof onto a trampoline. And my fat kid self was like, no, y'all go, y'all have fun. But I, I'll film it, I guess. And so they, everyone got cameras and try to film shit. So Jack got silly to a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. But it was fucking funny as shit. It was funny. I mean, I think as the season went on, it got a little ridiculous. But Right. Well, the one I watched earlier, um, a guy jumped out of an airplane with no parachute and had another guy catch him who had a parachute. And it was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, these guys were fucking crazy. Like, that's a crazy fucking thing to do. So he had to dive like a fucking all... They dove like he had a parachute on, and he acted like, and he all fucking did tricks and shit, and then they had like an expert guy come in and then hug him and wrap him up in all these fucking belts and then fucking pull the chute. Hmm. But, you know, it could have went bad, but either way, I was like crazy. So I just don't think I could concentrate with all that wind blowing against me, just trying to strap shit in. Yeah, I know. That was another one I kept trying to show Koopy, and she was like, I can't watch these. That's funny. So um, my dad's also super scared of heights. I remember going to Six Flags as a kid, and he wouldn't go up in the tower. It's just a lookout tower. And he'd be like, no, I'm going to stay down here. And I'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with him? My mom would be like, he's scared of heights. And I never understood it until, you know, I met Koopy. And, like, if I'm playing Assassin's Creed, and, you know, the camera angle is real high, she'll, like, have a look over the screen, and she'll be like, oh, i got a pit in my stomach. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's crazy. Uh, it just doesn't happen to me. Now, I do think humans are born with two fears. Every human, they say, is heights and loud noises. But you can get over them. So I don't know if she can be at fault. You got anything going on in the world? No, not really, man. It's been a pretty... Uh, there's an event happened that was ridiculous, but that's not podcast-worthy. Oh, there was a guy shot in town. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about that while ago. Um, I don't know if my boss called the cops or just happened to be the first one to see it because it happened like across the street from her office and she happened to be outside. I heard a gunshot and looked outside. And so anyway, that was, it was crazy. So there was, uh, I don't know the whole story, but a cop shot a guy and the cop got shot as well. But the guy died, I think, right? Uh, the way, the, the way I understand the story, two cops, Walking up to the house, going to serve this guy a warrant. He shot one officer, and the other officer just unloaded his whole fucking gun, I think. No. So he shot one officer in the vest, and he got took like 20. Well. You know, that's the angle that the person was telling the story was playing. Well, regardless, as soon as you shoot a cop, that's what they're trained to do. Yeah. Um, Since they were shot at first, I didn't have a problem with it. Right. Now, and I mean, I normally rock right. I do have a problem with cops shooting people and killing people. But in their defense, they are literally trained that. They're trained to find a defense, find a reason to shoot. There's never a bad reason to shoot if you feel endangered. Like right. Pow Wow, when he was on this podcast talking about his gun class, you know, they were like, you can always feel in danger. <laughs> it's like, well, fuck. You know, that's not good to be telling people. Especially so, this open carry now. I just think we're going to see more of it. Right. And so I don't think that was a smart move. I don't either. Go for more restrictions to just, hey, let's uplift it. Well, honestly, I get it from a, a liberal side if they were trying to go the other way and be like, oh, you really want to go with the Second Amendment? Okay, strip off them away. And then maybe be like, look how crazy this shit is. You know, if they're, but most wouldn't, I don't think, do all that. But then again, the conspiracy theories you hear, you never know. You never know what's going on. 
Um, I did share something from five years ago just to more or less prove that I've always been on this whole, well, yeah, the news media spin shit, but I I think the way Trump uses fake news is a way of just like if it's against him, it's fake. But I've for a long time been like, well, yeah, the news is slanted because they have commercials and sponsors. So anyway, I shared a meme from five years ago of Obama drinking a Pepsi, you know, and it was like uh, CNN, Obama favors Pepsi and Fox, Obama hates Coke. And then it's like MSN, if you don't like Pepsi, you're racist. That's funny. And it was like BBC, Obama killed 18 in Pakistan drone strike. You know? oh, speaking of the presidents, what's happened with impeachment? I haven't heard anything. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything either. I know a lot of people claimed some real shit came out of, you know, the quid pro quo or whatever they're claiming, you know, would be the thing of him using his powers Unfair. I don't even know the fuck they're impeaching him on. Again, I'm not trying to say that as like a Trump defender. I don't. I'm sure he's done all kinds of shit. I just personally think the people of America don't believe what he did is wrong, or they are cool with it being illegal. The people that voted for him, you know, of course. And I think the people that are against Trump, they don't care what it is. They just they're like impeach, impeach, impeach. You know, like I don't know if anyone really even cares about justice. I guess is where I'm coming from here. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even ever cares if some truth came out of what really happened, regardless one way or the other. One side or the other is going to claim it's all a lie and a conspiracy. Like, right. that's just where we're at. So I'm kind of over. I'm like, well, yeah, y'all let me know when it's uh, come out. But, right, this week wasn't shit. The only thing I did see about Trump, and I didn't write this down, but it is a thought I've been having. So he, like, flies a fake plane somewhere for Thanksgiving, like, to Florida, and then he releases a picture of him on Thanksgiving with his head photoshopped on Sylvester Stallone's body from Rocky. Like, he tweeted it, not like, friend, which is oh. like, fucking wow, weirdo. And then shows up in Afghanistan to serve the troops food. Or hell, I'm sure he didn't do like fucking all damn. I'm sure he did it for like the 10-minute photo op. But either way, you know, he went to Afghanistan to meet the troops and shit, which is great. And I see a lot of my conservative friends on Facebook be like, see... Trump trolled the media and he showed everyone they're just fake news because he posted this picture of him on Rocky's body and that's all they cared about all day and no one even cared about his secret trip to Afghanistan and my thought was like well it was a secret trip no one knew till it was there and then they may have covered it I don't know I don't really watch the news and shit but to me I'm like I don't think that's a genius that's a weird move it's a waste of money to send an airplane one place to trick people like I don't. It's all a big wrestling. Well, if everyone's act. out to get him, that might be smart. Who is out to get him? Like someone in the I air? I don't know the people. And then fuck, I don't know. I did also see where all the other world leaders were mocking him. They were caught in the British palace or some shit. Like the leader of France and England and Canada and fuck a couple others, and they were all sitting around being like, "He's ridiculous." Have you seen? You know, and they're all fucking <laughs> talking shit. And so now people are all like. Hopefully Trump doesn't take this as a fuck the world and now we're going to go to war with the world. And I'm like, who knows? Who knows? You know, because and again, I'm only trying to harp on the fact that I think he's kind of not cool. Uh, I just think he at least has proven he has a pretty big ego. And so if he hears about people talking shit, he might, you know, it might become a big dick swinging contest. Cousin Rusty, could Trump be the Antichrist? Oh, this is what I know about the Antichrist. And nothing biblical. I know when George W. Bush was president, I heard a lot of people say he was the Antichrist. 
And when Obama was president, I heard a lot of people say he was the Antichrist. And now that Trump is president, I've heard a lot of people say he's the Antichrist. So I, I think everyone really wants a president to be the Antichrist. I think everyone might just be done. They're ready for to get it over with. <laughs> They're like, They're like is this story true or not? Let's get it over with. Sound the trumpets, please. We all thought 2012 maybe with the mind calendar, and that was a bust. So. Well, 99, that was a bust. Yeah. Y2K 2020, was... we're supposed to have fucking space shuttles. That's what I was always told as a kid. To we'll, me. We'd be driving cars by 2020 if we make it to 2020. That's what they'd always say. We are driving cars. You know, like. Flying cars. Fine. You're right. The Jetsons. The Jetsons were 2020. Yeah. I believe. So that's what I wanted the fuck to happen. We were going to live on big poles in the sky because of all the pollution and then fly cars around. I believe that's how the Jetsons work. Um, oh, there was another thing that happened. And this is probably racy, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, so there's some rapper. I don't. I want to say her name is No Name, maybe. Something like that. Never heard of her in my life, right? She has like 300,000 followers. I'm sure she's very good and popular. I've never heard of music. Um, she comes out and is like, I'm retiring from rap music because most of the people in my crowds at shows are white. And I don't, and she's black. And so to her, that is white people buying the culture. And so she's going to retire. Are we not supposed to incorporate culture? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's weird. So this is the same problem I had. Um, so Killer Mike had a show on Netflix. I don't remember what it was called. And the whole first episode was like, what if black people only spent money in black businesses only? It didn't give any money to white people. And in my opinion, and I think, fuck, I hate being like, I'm cool with minorities. But like normally most fucking my friends that are minorities think I'm like not racist, you know? Uh, I just like, when you come off and say that, you just have to do it from the other foot around. Okay, what if white people never spent money at a black business because they were only spending it at white businesses? That would sound racist, right? So, like, I don't think that's smart. Not to mention Killer Mike is in Run the Jewels, who's a rap group who has many, many white fans who spend a bunch of fucking money on his albums. So if, like, they were like, okay, never mind, no more money for you because you're not the same race as me. I just don't think it's smart. I, I didn't like the idea, right? Yeah. And this, to me, was in the same vein of that, of, like, only people of my race could enjoy it. When I'm like, okay, let's say tomorrow fucking Ed Sheeran or whatever the fucking that red-haired kid's name is, right? And he comes out and he's like, hey, guess what? Minorities don't listen to my music only for white people. We'd be like, hey, that's like the fucking most racist shit you can say, Ed Sheeran. You shouldn't say that shit. Yep. That's just how I look at it. Now, I get it. There's systematic racism. and We can't understand the years and years of struggles and blah, blah. But to me, on the surface, I can at least be like, well, that just seems fucking strange. Like, in my gut, that don't feel right. Um, I want people of all races to listen to this podcast and listen to my music and buy merch. And I would, I think you as a business owner, and I think if you're a rapper, you are a business owner of yourself. I think that's important business Anybody decision. willing to spend money on you, let them do it. Right. I don't know. And maybe it's like the Dave Chappelle thing where he quit because he was like, everyone was laughing at me and they weren't laughing with me, you know? And that's why he, he claims that like Dave on the Chappelle, set. Chappelle, I done both. <laughs> well, he claimed that on the set, you know, they were doing something where he was in his white face makeup yeah. and he's supposed to like this girl who has real f flat butt. He's like, ooh, pancake butt. <laughs> he's like all into it. And he was like, and he was doing the jokes. He felt like people on set were like, mocking him the way they're laughing like the way you would laugh at a clown you know and not necessarily at, at like the world's well, best fucking comedian it was a skit it was a scene 
I'm just saying what he said. So maybe that's kind of the feeling by these people of like, I feel like a zoo animal. Another thing I'm going to link it to, this is all working perfectly. Kyrie Irving recently puts out this fucking two paragraph tweet or some shit. I don't know what the fuck he put out on maybe Instagram of um, the NBA is all fucking trash because they don't treat players like humans. They just care about wins and losses and not people's mental health and blah, blah, blah. And fans only care about winning games and all this shit. And it's like, basically, he was like trying to say the fans don't really care about the players. But it's like, well, dude, guess what? The fans fucking buy all the shit. That's the reason you make fucking millions and millions of dollars. Yes. Like, not to mention, he's all talking about the love of the game. And he put out fucking the movie Uncle Drew, which is like, he's done a fucking movie. Like, what are you talking about the love of the game? So there's just this whole thing these days of everyone wants their cake and they want to eat it too. And I'm just like, I don't get it. It's just not how the world works. It is not. And it makes me feel weird because, as I keep saying every fucking week, for many people, I'm liberal. Y'all don't see me as very liberal. But as I see the world, I'm like, motherfuckers are so fucking liberal out there. You don't even get it. Like, they're in two weird places, I think. And, like, it goes all kind of like when those people were like, we need segregated zones for people of color on campuses. And it's like... So we're going back to segregate, like, it's wrapped all the way back around, like, this is crazy. It's crazy talk to me, but yes. I don't know. Uh, again, I do need to say I'm white, and um, everything I know on this, I'm ignorant, because I don't I don't know the real ins and outs or some shit, but that's just my thought. I agree. Perfect. Um. So anyway, black people like chicken sandwiches, white people like camping. I like chicken sandwiches as well. <laughs> oh, didn't you just eat Chick Fil A? Yeah, appreciate uh, sure. it. No, it was. Um, I had this cool point well, a few weeks ago that we cut it. So. Yeah. All right. I don't think I got anything else here. I'm gonna put out a beat tape. I think next month. That's my only music news. Besides the fact I have an album coming out this Friday, and everyone out should go listen Internet to it. friends. Yes, um, AMO presents Internet Friends. It has a real pretty co- cover. It's all pink. It's a bunch of fucking colors, but it kind of looks pink from far away. That's what I would say. You can also buy an Internet Friends shirt or mouse pad or coffee mug or hat or hoodie. Those uh, are all available. It's the only only design you can get on a mouse pad because I just thought it made sense for Internet Friends. Hell yeah. Which is really, I was like, yeah, I guess that works. And I'm about to buy one because I don't have one. So I'm like, that would be pretty cool to to own I guess so anyway order one on our merch store alright peace man peace
Thank you.